Hello, people of Earth and Spotify podcast listeners. Welcome to today's at-home show. Hats off to all of those hardworking medical workers out there. And happy birthday today to the late David Kinney, R&B singer Asante, the late actress Kelly Preston, who unfortunately passed of breast cancer last year, Sasha Baron Cohen, figure singer, figure skater, Nancy Kerrigan, actor Himesh Patel, and folk singer Paul Simon. Today happens to be the debut anniversary for 2017's Happy Death Day and the Netflix film The Babysitter, the 2000 film, the 2014 show Jane the Babe, Jane the Virgin. 2011's The Rum Diary, 2006's The Marine, 1989's Look Who's Talking, Beyonce's 2008 song Single Ladies, Put a Ring on It, and 2006's The Grudge 2. Happy second anniversary to Sarah Colvin and her husband Jim. Bailey Madison, the late TV actress Tanya Roberts, who passed earlier this year, and the late director, Penny Marshall, all have birthdays Friday, October 15th. October 15th also marks the forming of Metallica, the I Love Lucy TV show, which debuted 70 years ago, Elton John's 1973 ballad, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, 2010's Nowhere Boy and Never Let Me Go, 1998's Fight Club, 1937's Heidi, 1954's Sabrina, 1983's Rudy, and 2003's Mystic River. Happy early birthday to Elena Bartson's twins, Amelia and Anna, who turned five on October 16th. They shared their birthday with Chad Smith, rock singer John Mayer, and the great, the great Angela Lansbury, who turns 96, Bassus Flea, and novelist Oscar Wilde. 2020's Honest Thief, and Bad Hair and Clouds, the 2001 Smallville TV show, 2009's The Stepfather, 2013's Kill Your Darlings, 1998's Practical Magic and Bride of Chucky, 2015's The Lobster, Beasts of Donation, Bridge of Spies, Goosebumps and Crimson Speak, and 1992's Candyman all debuted on that day as well. I'd like to send a big virtual hug to both my mother, Sarah Engelman, and my Halloween-obsessed friend, Hannah Smith, who both have birthdays on Sunday, October 17th. Their birthday buddies include actress Felicity Jones, the late com- comedian Norm MacDonald, who unfortunately passed earlier this year, Ziggy Marley, Rapper Wycliffe Jean, rapper Eminem, and country singer Alan Jackson. Sunday is the debut anniversary for the 1998 Disney Channel original movie Halloween Town, starring the late Debbie Reynolds, 2008's The Secret Life of Bees, the 2014 films Birdman, which ended up winning Best Picture, The Best of Me, The Book of Life and Fury, 2003's Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, and the 2013 TV show Rain. Happy belated birthday to Wave Weeby 
and Addie Smith, along with Michael Donovan's father, Mike, who would have turned 74, who all had birthdays October 10th. Sarah Hannah's Wolf's oldest son, Himself, turned 12 yesterday. He shares his birthday with Josh Hutcherson, Eunice Benecki, and Hugh Jackman. On with the show. With just 56 million, the U.S. bow of No Time to Die, the long-delayed entry in the James Bond series, had Hollywood, theater owners, and the film studio MGM not shaken or stirred by the results. Well, the British superstar spy did steal the box office crown from Phantom Let There Be Carnage. His domestic bow was even soft for his standards. But there's a Number of factors for that debut. <laughs> Firstly, the pandemic is still going on, making movie going a little bit of a risk each week. Then there's the fact Bond fans, for the most part, are older than Marvel lovers, so they may wait a bit before seeing the film. Lastly, the film runs at a long two hours and 43 minutes. No Time to Die's Overseas Hall is currently 257.27 million, and including the domestic start, it brings the worldwide total to 313.3 million. Despite losing the top spot to Bond, Sony's Venom Let There Be Carnage is doing well. It feasted on 33 million here in the States and 24.8 million in 13 overseas markets, including a stunning 20 million from Latin America. This makes it the region's biggest opener of the pandemic. The third place went to Adam's family with 10 million total. Meanwhile, Disney crossed a huge milestone Monday, becoming the first studio during 2021 to cross the $2 billion global box office mark. This has been achieved by a mix of seven titles, all grossing over $100 million worldwide through Sunday. They are Soul, $105 million, Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings, $401.6 million, Raya and the Last Dragon, $130 million Dragon Gems, Free Guy, 327 million video game points. Black Widow, $379 million. Cruella, $233 million. And Jungle Cruise, $212 million. Did you know that director Kerry Funkogatnagua is the first American director to direct an official Bond film? He's also the first director of... Asian Heritage to direct a Bond film. Now, speaking of Disney's Free Guy, the sci-fi action comedy, which grossed $327 million worldwide, making it the eighth highest grossing film of this year yet, starring Ryan Reynolds, Jodie Comer, Joe Keery, Little Ray Howery, Adkarsh Ambudkar, and Taika Waititi, is now out on DVD. In the August 13th release, a bank teller guy discovers he's really a non-player character 
in a violent open world video game. Once he processes this, he becomes self-aware and ends up as the hero of the story, trying to save his friends from deletion by the game's creator. Now, before I go on, I have some sad news. The HollywoodReporter.com announced yesterday Brian Goldner, the CEO of toymaker Hasbro, has died at 50, age 58, the company said Tuesday. A cause of death was not disclosed, though he had told shareholders that he had been receiving treatment for prostate cancer. Goldner joined the company in 2000 and was appointed CEO in 2008. During his tenure, he transformed the company from a traditional toy maker into new areas like gaming, movies, and television. A number of Hasbro toy brands, including Transformers, G.I. Joe, and My Little Pony, have been turned into TVs and films and TV shows, with the most recent film, Snake Eyes, based on the G.I. Joe franchise, released by Paramount in July. Golder was a producer on many of the projects. The website also reported yesterday John Aston Thomas, the British composer, arranger, conductor, and orchestrator, who contributed to the Oscar-winning score of Black Panther and worked on more than 160 other films, has died. He was 60. Thomas' death, October 4th, was announced by music publisher Manners McDade and Trinity Labatt, the London College where he had taught since 1992 as its composition department's longest-serving member. An accomplished pianist with a background in jazz, Thomas collaborated with composer John Powell, his one-time Trinity College of Music classmate, for two decades on nearly four dozen films, including How to Train Your Dragon, 2010, for which Powell received an Oscar nomination for Best Score. 58-year-old Oz star Granville Adams, who played Zahir Arif on The Prison Show, lost his battle with cancel October 10th. Variety.com announced October 11th, Ruthie Thompson, who began her career at the Walt Disney Studios as a painter in the ink and paint department during the first golden age of Disney animation, died peacefully in her sleep at her home in the Motion Picture Television Fund in Woodland Hills, California on Sunday. She was 111. Her works include the 1978 animated Lord of the Rings, 1941's Dumbo, 1977's The Rescuers, 1940's Fantasia and Pinocchio, among others. The site also said yesterday, Ricardo Flanagan, an actor, rapper, and stand-up comedian who was a semi-finalist on Last Comic Standing, died over the weekend of COVID complications. His talent representative confirmed to Variety. He was 40. Earlier this month, Flanagan shared on Twitter that he had contracted for COVID-19, stating, This COVID is no joke. I don't wish this on anyone. Rest in peace to all. In a heck of a lot better news, Pitch Perfect star Adam Vine married Chloe Bridges over the weekend in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. People.com announced Monday, Peyton Mayer is sharing a double dose of exciting news. The He's All That Star 22 posted a gallery of wedding pictures to Instagram on Monday, sharing that he recently tied the knot with his singer-songwriter girlfriend, Taylor. What's more, the last image revealed the couple are expecting their first child together. 
as it showed an image of a sonogram. Pregnant Casper actress Christina Ricci is officially a wife. She married celebrity hairdresser Mark Hampton, the father of her unborn baby, Saturday, October 9th. E! Online revealed yesterday Usher and Jen Goikichea are parents again. Just four months after the singer announced that he and his music executive girlfriend were expecting their second child together, Usher confirmed the little one's arrival with a heartwarming Instagram post on Tuesday, October 12th. Hi, my name is Sire Castle Raymond. I am the newest addition to the Raymond crew. The musician captioned a black and white photo featuring the bottom half of his newborn's face, revealing that his youngest child was actually born a few weeks ago. Prior, a few weeks prior, he continued, "I was born September 29th." 2021 at 6.42 p.m., weighing 7 pounds, 13 ounces. Hear me, Lord, a.k.a. Rara. Sire's date of birth is almost exactly one year after the couple welcomed their first child together. A daughter named Sovereign, who arrived on September 24, 2020. Congrats to all. Calling all Cowboy Bebop fans. EW.com stated yesterday, Netflix is positioning itself as the go-to destination for fans of Cowboy Bebop. Ahead of the streamer's live-action adaptation starring John Cho as bounty hunter Spike Spiegel, Netflix has officially acquired the streaming rights to the original Cowboy Bebop anime. All 26 episodes of the anime which is currently available to stream on Hulu, will make its Netflix debut on October 21st. Directed by Shinjiro Watanabe, Cowboy Bebop is set in the year 2071, decades after a cataclysmic event forced humanity to colonize surrounding moons and planets. This new age of lawlessness led the Inner Solar System Police Force to legalize a contract system so bounty hunters could turn in criminals for rewards. Former Red Dragon crime syndicate henchman Spike Spiegel, ex-cop Jet Black, and con artist Faye Valentine are three of these bounty hunters. Thrust together by circumstance, along with Kid Hacker, Radical Ed, and Data Dog Ein. The show premiered in Japan in 1998 and became the first anime to be broadcast by Cartoon Network's Adult Swim in the U.S. in 2001. This was brought, followed by Cowboy Bebop the movie, premiering in Japan in 2001 and the States in 2002. In the live-action series, which premieres on Netflix this November 19th, mere weeks after the anime moves over, show plays Spike, Mufasa Shakir plays Jet, and Dan... Yala Panetta plays Faye. Speaking of Netflix, Variety.com reported yesterday the streamer now has a new most popular original TV show, the ultra-violent South Korean drama Squid Game. The site said it had been sampled by 111 million members since its 17th premiere worldwide over the span of just 25 days. That means Squid Game has been viewed by more than more people in its initial month of release than the previous number one holder, Bridgerton, which Netflix said had been selected to watch by 82 million households in the first 28 days of release.
It's Oscar contender release time. Director Ridley Scott and Matt Damon are looking to join the fray with their new film, the drama The Last Duel, which also stars Ben Affleck, Adam Driver, and Jodie Comer, and is based on Eric Jaeger's, Jaeger's book of the same name. Set in 1386, French knight Jean de Carreau's returns home from the war only to find his wife, Marguerite, accusing his best friend and squire, Jacques Le Gris, of uh, forcing himself on her. Enraged, Jean goes to King Charles VI with the case. He decides to settle the dispute with trial by combat, the last legally sanctioned duel in France's history. According to the Internet Movie Database, this is the first movie Ben Affleck and Matt Damon have written together since 1997's Goodwill Hunting. It's also the first movie Matt Damon has written, not directed by Gus Van Sant. Production of this film was stopped due to the coronavirus pandemic on March 13, 2020, after filming in France had finished and the production had moved to Ireland. Ridley Scott had already filmed, shot for four weeks and had one hour of the movie completed during that time. And during the halting of filming during the pandemic, Adam Driver was cast in Ridley Scott's next film, The House of Gucci, which comes out next month. Only four months after the completion of this film, the trio two reunited to begin filming their second movie together. It's still Shocktober, and horror films, I've got lots of fun stuff for ya. Oh, Michael Myers is finally back with Halloween Kills, opening both in theaters and on Peacock October 15th, starring the talents of Jamie Lee Curtis, Judy Greer, Anthony Michael Hall, and Andy Machak, the long-awaited follow-up. To 2008's 18th hit, Halloween is finally here. Taking place moments after the first film ends, deranged serial killer Michael Myers has freed himself from the basement of Laurie Strode's burning house after she, her daughter Karen, and granddaughter Allison left him caged there. He's hell-bent on extracting his long-overdue Revenge on his old foe. But once they learn, he's free. The Strode women join a group of other survivors that form a mob to hunt Michael down. Did you know that due to the COVID-19 pandemic, this film and 2022's Halloween Kills, which were, both, which were shot back to back, were pushed back a year, were both pushed back a year. Halloween Kills will be released October 2021, and Halloween Ends, the final film of the trilogy, will be released in October 2022. What's interesting is that the three masks the three corpses wear on the merry-go-round are the silver shamrock mask from Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Michael, Halloween isn't the only horror film 
getting a second go around this Friday, October 15th. That would be Amazon Prime's teen horror TV series, I Know What You Did Last Summer, starring Madison Ailment, Brienne Tiju, Ezekiel Goodman, Cassie Beck, Brooke Bloom, Bill Heck, Ashley, and Ashley Moore. The show is a modern take on the famed 1997 movie and Lois Duncan's 1973 novel, same name which was the basis for the 97 film, which turns a hair-raising 24 years old on October 17th. It centers on a group of friends stalked by a brutal killer a year after they killed someone in a fatal car accident graduation night. They covered it up well, or so they believed. Did you know that during production, the killer's identity was purposely kept a secret from the cast, and that Brienne Tiju also appears as a supporting character in NTV's show Scream, the TV series, which was based on the Scream franchise created and written by Kevin Williamson. Williamson also wrote the script for the original 1997 movie, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Speaking of Scream, with a trailer and poster for the next installment, appropriately called Scream and not Scream 5, dropping yesterday and said installment terrorizing audiences in exactly three months from tomorrow, that's January 14, 2022, it only seems right to talk about the 1996 original, directed by the late Wes Craven, the December 20. 20- 1996 slasher stars Matthew Lillard, Courtney Cox, Nev Campbell, David Arquette, Rose McGowan, Matthew Lillard, Skeet Aldrich, and Drew Barrymore. As it is extremely well known, it doesn't even need a plot recap. According to its Wikipedia page, the film combines black comedy and whodunit mystery with the violence of the slasher genre to spoof the cliches of the horror movie genre popularized in films like Halloween, 1978, Friday the 13th, 1980, and Craven's Own, A Nightmare Before, A Nightmare on Elm Street, 1984. Scream was considered unique at the time of its release for featuring characters who were aware of real-world horror films and openly discussed the cliches that the film attempted to, to subvert. The film received positive reviews and was a financial success, earning $173 million worldwide, becoming the highest grossing slasher film until the release of Halloween 2018. Scream's success spawned a series of sequels, though only Scream 2, released the following year, achieved an equal level of commercial and critical success. It began a long-running film franchise, of which the last one was 2011 Scream 4 and the aforementioned TV series. Did you know that Drew Barrymore shot all of her scenes in the first five days of shooting? And Melissa Joan Hart, Melanie Linsky, Brittany Murphy, Alicia DeWitt, I mean Alicia Witt, and Melinda Clark were all all auditioned for the Sydney Prescott part. But it ended up going to Nev Campbell. 
Joaquin Phoenix actually turned down the Billy Loomis part, and the special effects artist used about, oh, 50 gallons of blood? On the topic of horror, next Monday, October 18th, marks 19 years since American audiences first got terrified by Gore Verbinski's The Rank, the English remake of Hito Nakata's 1998 Japanese horror film, Rank. Since they just love to see me squirm when I talk about horror films, Cassie Laughlin, Mike Donovan, and Ryan McGrath, all of Hyannis, Massachusetts, have requested that I talk about the film The Rank, which stars Naomi Watts, Martin Henderson, Dave Chase, David Dorfman, and Brian Cox, and was based on Koji Suzuki's 1991 novel, the same name. It centers on a journalist who investigates a cursed videotape that seemingly kills the viewer exactly seven days after viewing it. It scared up over 249 million worldwide on just a $48 million budget, which makes it one of the highest grossing horror remakes yet. The following two installments of the English language ring series were 2005's The Ring 2 and 2017's Rings, a short film called The Rings, which was set between The Ring and The Ring 2, was also released in 2005. It paved the way for English remakes of Asian horror films, like The Eye, Shudder, One Miss Call, The Grudge, and Dark Water. Until Stephen King's id in 2017, this was the highest grossing horror remake ever, with a total worldwide haul of over 249 American dollars. The tree with the fiery red leaves in the film is a Japanese maple. The fruit of this tree is a Samara. Samara happens to be the name of the evil child of the film. And David Chase took the Samara role after losing the part of Sarah Altman in 2002's Panic Room to Kristen Stewart. And for one last horror film, Tick Tock, Tick Tock, Time's Racing Against the Clock, coming out onto DVD on October 19th, is The Supernatural Mystery Old. This July 23rd release, which grossed $90 million worldwide, stars the talents of Gail Garcia Bernal, Vicky Creeps, Eliza Scalin, Rufus Sewell, Thomason McKenzie, and Alex Wolfe. M. Night Shalomon's newest film isn't a day at the beach. It was the ideal beach day, or so a handful of people, including a family and a young couple who end up at the same secluded, beautiful beach cove thought. First, the area filled with beautiful rock pools and sandy shore surrounded by green dense cliffs seems like a wonderful utopia, but it hides a deadly secret. First, a dead body of one of the other beachgoers 
female companion is found floating in the transparent water. Then everyone finds themselves aging quickly, and there doesn't seem to be any way to escape the cove. Can they find out what's going on? Can they escape? Did you know that this matters the first time M. Night Shyamalan has an active role as a minor villain? The song 11-Year-Old Maddox sings along to at the start of the film was written and performed by one of Shalman's own daughters, Saleka Shaman. Moving off of horror film from the last few topics, the HollywoodReporter.com recited some exciting news earlier today. Adele has finally announced when her long-awaited fourth album will be released. In an Instagram post, the Grammy-winning Charter Topper revealed that 30, on which she reteams with 25 co-writers and producers, Greg Kirsten, Max Martin, Tobias Gesso Jr., and Shellback will officially drop Nov 19th. The singer also counts Oscar-winning Black Panther composer Ludwig Goranison among her 30 alum collaborators. Deadline.com reported Monday, after teasing his appearance at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Vol 2, Adam Warlock looks ready to join the Marvel Cinematic Universe in the next installment of the hit franchise. Sources tell Deadline that Will Poulter has landed the role of Warlock in Marvel's anticipated sequel. James Gunn is returning to direct with Marvel President Studios President Kevin Feige, Feige producing, like with any Marvel film. Details behind the plot are being kept under lock and key. Production is expected to start in November. Variety.com announced Monday the Hollywood Foreign and Press Association is forging ahead with a way to recognize some of the best of this year's film and television achievements, despite the fact that NBC will not televise this year's Golden Globe ceremony. The HF... PA plans to recognize the performance of 2021 to celebrate the great work of the industry this past year at the 79th annual Golden Globes, a source confirmed. Though there is no further information on to what that recognition would take. In May, 20, in May NBC announced that it would not air the Golden Globes in 2022 after a series of revelations about the organization's lack of diversity and ethical lapses caused this consortium of publicists to boycott the awards. The website also reported earlier today the second season of Peacock's Saved by the Bell Reimagining will stream November 24th. In the second season, Bayside High is back in session, despite the season one finale teasing the emergence of COVID-19 in the world of the show. Now students are getting ready to compete in the Southern California School Spirit Competition with Mac Mitchell Hoag, seeing it as a way to finally get after father's Zach Mark Paul Gossel's shadow. The Rap.com declared Monday, after winning big at this year's Oscars for the father, Anthony Hopkins and writer-director Florian Zeller are teaming up again for Zeller's next film, The Sun. Zeller revealed on Monday that Hopkins had joined the film's cast, which includes Hugh Jackman, Laura Dern, and Vanessa Kirby. Production wrapped on the film earlier this month in London, with shooting also taking place in New York and France. Hopkins' role has not been disclosed. 
The son follows a couple played by Jackman and Kirby, whose new life with their child is turned upside down when the son's ex-wife, played by Dern, shows up with their teenage son. And finally, out on DVD this week is the medieval fantasy The Green Knight, starring Dev Patel, Alicia Vikander, Joel Edgerton, Ralph Ineson, and Sean Harris. The July 30th, 2021 release, which made $18.3 million, is a take on the Arthurian legend. It focuses on King Arthur's headstrong nephew, Sir Gawain. Gawain embarks on a daring quest to face the titular Green Knight, a gigantic, emerald-skilled stranger who issued a challenge to him a year previously. Gawain must deal with giants, thieves, ghosts, and schemers in what becomes a deeper quest to prove his worth in the eyes of his family and his kingdom. Did you know that in the film, the Green Knight arrives on Christmas Day, but in the original poem, he comes on New Year's Eve? That's all for today, folks. Be sure to tune in to the show's Facebook page and Spotify podcast page, this Friday for some family-friendly halloween films for flashback fun, including the infamous Sanderson sisters, a certain friendly ghost, and more. So until then, my minions, stay safe, wash your hands, wear your mask, and watch lots of movies, whether they're in theaters, if you're able to see them safely, on streamers or on DVD. See you then. Bye.